Welcome to this week's episode of the Down the Pub podcast. I'm joined by Alan Two L's McDonald and Steve Mr. Prosecco Steele as we're talking about highlights and lowlights of the sporting year. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. You can subscribe to the show over at www.downthepub.ca so you never miss an episode. Now on with the show. So this week we're talking about um, the highlights and lowlights of the sporting year as we're coming to the end of 2019, which is fucking crazy to think about. Um, I'm joined by my good friend Alan McDonald, and I'm joined by regular guest star Steve Steele. Regular guest star. <laughs> yeah. Um, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it, man. Um, so, Alan, we'll start with you, bud. Highlights. Well, I'll start with the lows. Bruins losing <laughs> yeah. to St. Louis. I don't know if that happened. Is yeah. That St. Louis beat? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. St. Louis would have started January last place. Um, they went on a run of like 35-10, some ties. And went through Jordan Binnington, the rookie goaltender, got hot. Led them all the way to the Stanley Cup. And it was funny enough, too, like when Bobby Orr would have won the first one with the Bruins. They beat the St. Louis Blues and just kind of went full circle. Oh, wow. Yeah, that famous crazy. clip of like Orr's suing through the air and Glenn Hall kind of like Glenn Hall was the Blues goalie like falling down. Yeah, that's iconic. It's a statue in front of the TV. Yeah, this would be like the last time St. Louis was in the cup final as well, right? That's insane. Yeah, it actually was. They, but, I mean, even they broke their drought before the Leafs did. So whatever, I'll drink to that. <laughs> So, like, uh, how long has that franchise been around? Uh, so, they are part of the original expansion. So, like, there was the original six in the NHL, then there were six more teams at it in 1968. So, the Blues were a part of that. I think it was the Blues, the Penguins, the Philly. Flyers. Um, California Golden Seals. California Golden Seals. But the Colorado Rockies part of that, too? I think so. They might have been. Colorado Rockies. Which would be New Jersey Devils today. It's yeah. kind of weird the way the franchise moved around. Yeah. Minnesota North Stars. Well, the North Stars for the seven. <sighs> There's some WHA, like, Edmonton Oilers that came after. Yeah, they came in the late 70s. Like, the Oilers and, like, the Flames were part of that. They were the Atlanta team or whatever. But, yeah, they were part of that original six. So, like, the last time the Leafs, since I mean, the Leafs won the Stanley Cup, was the last year of the original six. Jesus Christ. 1967. It was in black and white. Their Kennedy was an old so, native guy named Armstrong, I think. Ken, Ar- so yeah, so they just about? had to be like five other teams. Like, how, that must be like... The playoffs were four teams, right? So you only played two rounds back in those days. I mean, this is a lot before my time. I just know a lot of hockey history. And yeah, so the Blues lost in 1970. But I think the Blues used to be coached by Scotty Bowman back then. I think it was Bowman's first job was the Blues. And then he went on to Montreal and started playing. You don't know much about Scotty Bowman, but he's like pretty much the greatest head coach in hockey history. Not Don Cherry? Don Cherry <laughs> holds he, he wasn't really records. tenured. He, like, Colorado Rockies he coached. Yeah, but he also coached the Bruins. And his Bruins teams are really impressive. Like He had like a 78% winning percentage. Fucking he, hell. He once had a Bruins team with 11-20 goal scorers on it. Big bad Bruins. 11 wow. So, like, you know, break that down for you, what that means. that When you have 11-20 goal scorers, that basically means, like, back then they basically ran three lines. So all your three lines of forwards had to score 20 goals and two defensemen. Wow, that's so he had two defensive score twenty goals and nine straight four. It's inc- it's an incredible feat. Like he, they were a really good team. They just kept running into a Habs juggernaut. The Bruins should have won tons of cups in the seventies. So, uh, so in the last couple, of, they've won a couple in the last couple of years, though, haven't they? They won one in two thousand eleven. Yeah, twenty eleven. Th- that's how long ago it was. And then they lost. They lost, you, you lost Chicago, Chicago twenty thirteen. Or was it L A? Uh, no, they L A won in between there. Though. Yeah, it was like Chicago Bruins, L A Chicago Chicago. Like they all kind of went. LA won twice though, right? Yes. LA won two. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm Chicago. Not... Chicago won a couple too. I'm. Yeah. yeah. Chicago won three. LA won two. I'd have to look at the years like this. Yeah. Me too. So, yeah. so there's a guy that we used to work with, Sean Williamson, and because he likes the Bruins, I fucking hate them. Um, I just be easy there, Tiger. He's wearing a Bruins hoodie. I, I know, but like I'm allowed to hate a team, aren't yeah. I? Like you know Why what I mean? So yeah, so that's one of your lowlights or your highlights that the Bruins it's made. Bo- well, it's both. Like for St. Louis winning, and then for the Bruins losing seven games. Fuck the Bruins. Sorry, what's that? <laughs> yeah. fan, I, I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. I fucking hate the Bruins. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> oh, I'm I'm down with that. Um, so so what happened to the Red Sox then this year? Like. Uh, 
pitching. pitching. They, they lost their their relief pitching. Okay. Yeah, like didn't resign Craig Kimbrell and let Joe Kelly go to the they LA didn't? Dodgers. Yeah. So where did Kimbrell go to? Kimbrell ended up signing late with Atlanta. I believe so, yeah. Who also made the playoffs this year? Fuck. For the first time in a long time. He's got like the best stance I've ever seen for like a pitcher. Oh, that that weird. Hand <laughs> yeah, it's just fucking, it's pretty well, awesome. That's your low light is the Bruins and the highlight is the Bruins. Well, St. Louis winning though, too. That was kind of cool. Yeah. Just, especially like just the way they, they came on. And it's very unheard of, like a team going from what were they like forty to one or something in January or four hundred. Jesus Christ! People put bets on. Oh yeah, people want tons of money. That's awesome. Because there's already like forty games played. But that, but I, that's the thing, like about North American sports, like that we've talked about before. That I actually like that. It's like different teams every year. Like I mean, like like who would have thought that last year with that Red Sox team, how good they were, that this year they would tank pretty much and really if you look at the if that roster of players really the only difference like they were really yeah. pitching not even their yeah I mean right? like they kept like a lot of like the big players too right so the, yeah the whole outfield was the same which wow. is Pedroia got injured again it was the same infield so Steve for you obviously there's only one big highlight I guess there's the only highlight so much the highlight in fact that I forgot who played in the Stanley Cup finals uh, the Toronto <laughs> Raptors entire playoff run uh, that the, I mean, if you're a Canadian, I don't understand how it's not the highlight of the year. I mean, there's only really two true Canadian highlights this year. It's the Raptors win the championship and the uh, Bianca Andreescu with the U.S. Open. I mean, that happened the day of the hurricane here. I didn't lose power. I remember, like, I was like actually like putting on Instagram so other people could see what was happening because I was like, oh man, this is. But crazy. then everybody's fucking mobile mm-hmm. phone signal went down. So <laughs> did they? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah it sucks like, to be like, up, man. Like, I have Wi-Fi. Yeah, <laughs> oh, fucking but, like uh, uh, I. Tell's got like a load of shit after that because I guess like when the power goes like the cell towers have backup batteries or something that only lasts a certain amount of time so every signal went down tragic it, it was fucking tragic like literally sitting, I didn't know about shit so I don't know. oh I, like I, I was pretty lucky that like which I think that hurricane was a fucking low light of the year uh, apart from the crane I guess the, well the crane happened as a part of it remember yeah. we see that uh, building uh, a couple blocks over where the roof just came off you yeah, that video? yeah, yeah, that was ooh. the one down on Queen Street. No, no, it was in uh, it's somewhere in Fairview, isn't it? Like a uh, Mandeville Quarter. Uh, like yes, 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 it was yes. one on Queen Street too. Same time. Yeah. yeah, like it was it was pretty fucking nuts. But like, yeah, so my power went at like like three or four o'clock, so I had enough charged, and I came back pretty much. The, 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 match, the match started at like five. I, my power flickered for about eight seconds, about an hour beforehand. To be otherwise, not now. Not now. Otherwise, I went through the whole, I never lost power. In fact, it was so non-dramatic in my house that like we went out and looked around and drove around and I like stepped on a few power lines. Shit was crazy. Also, another highlight, even though they sucked, the Jays new guys finally getting their breaks. I, yeah, I, 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 I went to Vladdy Guerrero's first game, came back with a jersey. Um, I was in town for the Raptors game, one against Philly. So I caught that, Bichette, also um, Biggio. Like, I, I, it was really cool Craig, to see those those guys. Is it Craig Biggio's son? Yes, they're yeah. all sons of, like, Hall of Fame caliber players. So, like, Dante Bichette's Bo Bichette's dad, Vlad, Vlad Jr.'s Vlad's son, and uh, Craig Biggio, one of the killer bees, the Houston Astros in the 90s and early 2000s fame, is Bo's dad. Um, none of them look as good as their parents, but that's okay. Maybe there's time. There's time, you know. But that swing that Flatty Jr. has, <sighs> just like the old man. So, oh, like, funny story about that, actually. Uh, so, I went to his first batting practice. So they opened up. They never opened up Jay's batting practice because it was his debut. They opened up batting practice. He uncorked probably about a 480-foot home run to the center field, like the third deck in center field. Jesus. And cracked someone right in the fucking nose. <laughs> Like shattered their whole face. Oh no, I feel bad laughing. I'm, I'm like I'm like four feet behind home plate when this happens, oh, and you just yeah. watch this fucking moonshot take off, and you're like, "Is there someone out there?" Oh, oh what it, the fuck were they doing? You, you could see the blood from like 480 feet away. It was messy. You can actually look up the clip on YouTube. It's nasty, but that, that doesn't. What the fuck were they doing that they didn't notice the? I don't know. How, I mean, he, his extra his exit velocity is probably like 110, 112 miles an hour. I suppose. So I must say though, like the watching the um, the home run derby was a, that was special that was a pretty good uh, highlight for me like I uh, I really enjoyed like how like the two of them just pumping fucking shots it was fucking and awesome. it's good for the game like you need that absolutely runs. well they juiced the balls this year for a bit I think again like this is the first year such a rover but it's like well like, like everyone was up bat average well the ring the ringer website did an article how like the best offensive year ever was 2017 until this year and this year far surpassed it with juice balls again. And then they say they de-juiced the balls in the playoffs. 
And there was a net loss of about 60 home runs in the playoffs. It actually turned the Nationals Dodgers series around was the theory because uh, Dodger hit a home, looked like a home run. The pitcher was like, oh, God, everyone thought it was. And the dude just stood there on the warning track and so, caught it. So for our European listeners, what do you mean by them juicing the ball? It's hard to quantify what it exactly means by juicing a baseball. I don't think it's ever scientifically been proven. But MLB owns Rollins, who makes Major League Baseball balls, right? So the rumor is, is that Major League Baseball knows people love the long ball, so they now juice the balls to make the game more exciting. Like, you, you can like the cork s- in it? I don't know if there's cork or... Like there's a cork in it. There's a little small ball in the middle, and it's like all lasting yeah, around it. But there, oh, there, like a golf ball, I guess? That's right. That, like, all I, I don't... It's small. It's like a little like, uh, like beige ball in the very middle. If you like break the cork, it, might, it has something to do with the elastic, I'm assuming, right? Yeah, like, I, it's just funny that, like, I mean, like, this rumor seems to, like, as you said, like, two years ago, they talked about it as well, like, that they were doing something to the balls. So it's not that the batters are getting better or the pitchers are getting shitter. It's just... The pitchers are getting shitter is a great sentence, by the way. Continue. <laughs> no, but is it, though? Like, like a, it's just it's just funny for me that, like, like obviously, soccer balls have, like, changed over the years and people can do different things with it, but I just feel like it, like it there's not more goals being scored than before. It's just players come along and they're like getting fitter and all that kind of stuff. That's all part of it, I'm sure. But like, it's not like guys weren't in great shape in 2015. You know what I mean? Like 2017, Aaron Judge came around and he set the rookie home run record. Oddly enough, that got broken this year by Alonzo, I believe the Mets. So like, I don't know, but baseball was a pretty good highlight this year. Watching the Nationals win was really cool. The Jays were cool. The Red Sox sucking was great. That's still a good team though. They'll be back again. Oh, they'll always be fucking back. They're, they're like fucking herpes. They never really yeah. go and away. The Yankees picking up Jericho. Uh, yeah, yeah, paying him three hundred twenty-four million dollars. That's going to end well. Um, <laughs> it's never. Uh, I'm going to take a. This is going to be a mild hot take. It's never good to sign these pitchers to any kind of. Eight, well, you guys are going through it with David Price right now. Like mm-hmm. David Price isn't worth. But it. But they did win the World Series, so it's like. Yeah, but you're the Red Sox. You expect to win the World Series. But at the same time, like pitching is now like such like a premium. Premium. Yeah, I agree. So, but, like, how many years was he signing to? I think I can. Seven, eight years. Yeah, but they, they, they have There's an opt-out. An There's an opt-out, but he can opt in, and he's going to keep opting in because no one's going to pay him like that. I mean, I remember he was a J before he went to the Red Sox, right? Yeah, I remember. And, like, and I, I remember being like, I remember being like, no, don't, don't make an offer. And I had no the, idea what was coming. The front office of the Blue Jays were just like, cut the salary, cut the salary, we're done. Well, not not yet because we still went back to the playoffs. I think the next year after he left, we went to the ALCS the year after he left. <laughs> but that's he wasn't the same. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, no, we swept Texas the second year. Uh, the first year was the the bat flip and yeah. the fucking hysterics. The second year, we knocked out Baltimore on the walk-off. Then we swept Texas, and then we ran into Andrew Miller and the fucking sobbly that he was at that point in time, and the Cubs finally took him down. But, yeah, I don't know. David Price, never been a huge fan. Liked the guy. He seems like a good guy, just not a huge fan of his performances. Uh, he was brutal for us after October started. He was great from, like, the day we got him to, like, October 1st. And then he turned into David Price. You've experienced it. I know he kind of righted that last year, but, like, his first couple years in Boston, it was like, eh. Something for the listeners, too, if they want to search it up. I went to some games. Dave Price on game day, he goes at, like, 10.30 in the morning. We just happened to be going down uh, Boylston Street. And he owns a military-graded truck. Just search up Dave Price's truck. It's crazy. I think it's, like, 260000 American. Ooh, it's really something to just look at. Not to get too off topic. But no, paycheck, no, like <laughs> Having that much money, it's, like, a... Uh, it's not called, like, VPX, but it's called something. It's but, a but, massive, like, but bigger it, than a Hummer. Yeah, I'm just looking at it. It's bulletproof here. glass. Holy... What the fuck's they expecting to happen? Like, I know Boston's a bit of a dodgy city, but <laughs> fucking hell, man. You know what I mean? Boston's a very dodgy city if you're black. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. The history's there. Okay. So, for me, for me, my one of my highlights, I don't know if you guys like golf at all. But Tiger Woods? No, not even. How the fuck is it not Tiger Woods? Because Shane Larry. Who the fuck is Shane Larry? He's the guy who won the fucking Open this year. What Open? I was. The, the British Open. Yeah, the, it was, the, it was the major. in Northern Ireland. Yeah, so if Tiger Woods is not in contention, I don't watch golf. But congratulations to him. No, no. like That was Rory McIlroy's course that he grew yeah. up on. Dun- yeah, it was, uh, I think it was Port Rush. Port Rush. It yeah. was Port Rush. Yeah. So basically like an Irish guy winning, although technically it's Northern Ireland, this might be into that shit, but it's like he won. He's Irish. Yeah. Fuck it. So he won in Ireland. And literally, this guy had the biggest. It's also just the way he celebrated it. It wasn't. It was a typical Irish celebration of somebody actually doing something well. Did he double fist Guinness? He fucking. He went. Oh, back. you gotta watch the video. Man, he was like, he was I, like from Offaly, which is like a, a, a bogger place in the middle of Ireland. A bogger? Yeah, it's just like from the bogs there, and okay. Yeah. And he went down to his local pub with the fucking claret jug, one of the most it's iconic. Class. 
iconic fucking jugs and I do know the jug yeah and just fucking got shit faced with his friends and family to me that's fucking awesome yeah and it, like, is it better than Tiger winning the Masters though yes for uh, me it is because Ireland doesn't no. get to win anything and like for an Irish guy I'm sure you've won something you had Conor McGregor for a minute yeah that's yeah that's like so two years ago I guess right so, yeah but you had it yeah it's not the same like like golf is really popular and obviously mm-hmm. the the thing with Rory McIlroy is is that like he's, is he Irish He's from Northern Ireland, so it's a weird fucking So do you guys thing. in the South just all suck at sports? What's going on? Pretty much. There's more of us down in the South as well. So there's like fucking, like, there's four million of us and there's like a million. Uh, point three. Yeah. yeah. And they're fucking better than you? Yeah, it's, I don't know. It's not, not that. Not it's, a football. It's well. just, it's more of like Roy represents Northern Ireland when, yeah. he, when he plays. Because he's, because he's from that side of the, there's like. Like he elects to say he's from Northern Ireland. So versus. when he wins stuff, like Irish people will try and latch on to it like a little bit to say he's Irish and then obviously when he when they lose shit it's like oh, fucking he's fucking Northern Ireland fuck him anyway British <laughs> bastard kind of thing so I like it also oh, Northern Ireland's British well technically let's look into that yeah that's not a good idea I'm drinking Guinness you're just going to end up winding me up right that's now. good that's what I'm trying to do that's why I said like well you guys can't win shit I was like fuck but, but like Northern Ireland like because there's an awful lot of great golf courses up there they've had some great golfers Darren Clark uh, all, all, like people like that and for Shane Lowry to do it because he's like a fucking awesome guy he's just like he's built like me and you just like a working uh, man I've seen, I saw the picture yeah. I was like well, why is he posting amateur golf but yeah so but do you have the goggles on too <laughs> yeah I think it, was he like I, I hope so but also I was going to say uh, Tiger Woods. That was fucking... Fuck yeah. One of the best redemptions. Oh, man. Not a lot when he wears the red shirt. Oh, it's iconic. I mean, honestly, I don't even know why I love Tiger Woods, but I just do. There's something something to be said for a guy that got taken down by banging Denny's waitresses two at a time, and now all of a sudden he's back on his plane. Like, I just... He got written off and left for dead, too. So, like, shout out to Tiger Woods. I'm I'm drinking, so cheers to Tiger Woods. Well, I I just feel like that he, um, as you said, everybody wrote him off. Oh, yeah. Everybody used to love him. The thing with Tiger is that, like, I mean, like, everybody wrote him off. Back is fucked, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, of course. And then comes back to one of the best redemptions of sport in history. It was fucking awesome. I loved it. I was emotional. I'm not going to... The Leafs ended up losing to the Bruins later that day, so I needed something. I'm, I'm, like... I, I shed a tear, man. That was it was really fucking emotional, especially like like seeing when his kids came along and all that kind of shit was like pretty fucking cool. Low light fucking so many of them. Jesus Christ! Like Ireland went into the Rugby World Cup as favourites for it, got fucking annihilated by Japan of all people. It was a it was That's laughable. Yeah, like they went into the the Rugby World Cup as there was so much like hype around it because we were world number one, all that kind of stuff, and then we just got destroyed by the All Blacks got beaten by Japan it was just like gone from great hype to and then England yeah England made it to the, to, to the final yeah. and seeing them lose kind of made it like a little bit better I guess but it still fucking sucked it was, an, it was awful like when you go with like we, we don't very often go into any sporting event as the world number one or favourite and you lost well we lost to Japan which if you know anything about rugby is like, I don't Okay, so Japan were, were the hosts, so they had some sort of advantage. So, like, they, Russia in the World Cup? Yeah, but they've been building their... Is that some bullshit? They yeah. build their program, too. They, they have been building their program, but they use an off, there's a, they use an awful lot of foreign players. Whatever. Like, we still lost. They're a great team, kind of. But it, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just really fucking sucked, like, having, like, coming off the back of everybody being so pumped and expecting great things and another World Cup and we fucking suck another rugby thing because I'm just going to keep a rugby yeah, team I'm going. listening all the rugby things uh, Leinster my home province made it to the Leinster? Uh, yeah so there's a place called Leinster? yeah so in Ireland there's four provinces there's Ulster Connacht uh, Munster and Leinster Munster's usually pretty good too. yeah they're an awesome rugby team um, but like Leinster the last 10 years have been amazing but they made it to the final and got beaten by Saracens who are now involved in a huge big fucking scandal over salary caps and stuff like that so they've been underhandedly paying people more money than they should and then the European Championship people because I want to say face said that they're not going to um, they're not going to put any sanctions on them so that the result stands which fucking sucks it's the same with the Rangers thing that we talked about mm-hmm. but they were cheating and paying people on, under the table uh, to get them to come to Scotland and then the company their company went bust and they got to keep all and the and they were publicly so. traded at the time who's publicly traded 
So a lot of football <clears throat> clubs are in, in like overseas. They probably trade the teams. Yeah, like on the London Stock Exchange. Like oh yeah, like the, with the the what? Yeah, so back in the nineties, that was a huge thing where they would go um, because back then, like you'd like sell shares, fans would go and buy the you shares, buy into it. and then they get like a ton of money, and then the people who were the directors would walk off with money, and then the, the, a lot of clubs nearly went bankrupt, like Tottenham were saved by Alan Sugar, they almost went bust, and then uh, Conglomerate came and just bought all the shares up. So there's an awful lot of teams, like Manchester United are fully controlled. You can buy shares in Manchester I think, Yeah, I don't think... You can buy shares in Celtic as well. Yeah. Don't the Yankees own a majority stake in Manchester United? Um, maybe, I think it's Man City that have a joint venture with the Man like the New York City Football Club. So, it's like Yankees and... and Liverpool, Liverpool have a thing with... Uh, with the Red Sox. Because Fenway Sports owns Liverpool. Oh, yeah, so John Henry... Like mm. his group, and that was a big issue with the Red Sox when they first bought into Liverpool because they started then, spending so much money on Liverpool. Uh, somehow LeBron ended up having something. Yeah, he's, with he's in there. He's he's involved. It's really weird. So LeBron's rich. I know, but it's just weird. Like something happened that he ended up with some weird, like little thing part of Liverpool, which All is right, fucking well, weird. We are totally getting off track because we gotta get to low no, lights. Well, no, no, let's, let's, let's 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 keep to a low light here. Okay, Liverpool just lost a lost the league by one point to Man City like that Saturday yeah. right so that would be a low point for Liverpool so so my friend Andy like obviously he was supposed to be here with us but uh, he actually got a night off and the kids and went to see a movie so we can't really say anything bad about it being a Liverpool fan that's a low light for him but on the flip side they won the Champions League so yeah. like fuck that like fuck you Andy you gotta win the Champions Jurgen. League I don't yeah <laughs> we lost the Champions League final and didn't come anywhere near winning the league so yeah so Tottenham finished fourth, fifth. Uh, we finished fourth, fourth, and it was only because everybody else fucking tanked. That's another low light. Tottenham manager being sacked. That fucking sucked. The Champions League final itself was brutal. It was, and that was like the first time in a while that two English sides were back it, it in the was, final, right? Um, I think it's the I think it's the only time. Oh no, there was United and Chelsea. Chelsea yeah. when John Terry had that because John crying Chelsea thing. Been, yeah, yeah. Uh, when he missed the penalty, which was fucking amazing to watch. I hate United, but seeing John Terry cry his eyes out where it was fucking brilliant. Another little low light involving Liverpool um, is what happened last night. There were so right now there was a low light last night. Yeah, Jesus. Okay, go ahead. Hit so me. so Liverpool like are really successful right now. So success means you play more games. That's the way it works because you have more trophies. So in England they've got the FA Cup, the the league obviously, and then there is the League Cup or Carabao. What the fuck is UEFA? That's right now the care. UEFA is like the. Champions League. The governing body of mm-hmm. European football. So I thought that was FIFA. No, FIFA is FIFA is world. like international. So there's like a like FIBA. FIFA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so basically Liverpool are in Qatar right now playing in the World Club Championships because they won they won the Champions League. And then they have to travel. So they, they make just make those hoes run the track twenty four seven in football, do they? Do what, sorry? They just make you hoes run the foot track twenty four seven in football. Pretty it's, much. it's like, oh, we're going to pay, gonna pay all this quid, mate? Here you go. Yeah. Run your ass That's off. what the manager's you know, complaints really to the media. Yeah, because it's, cause it's there's so many fixtures. So basically it, it happened where last night Liverpool had a fixture in the League Cup and then today they had a, a, a game in the World Club Championships. So basically like the World Club Championship, if they don't bring a full squad to that, FIFA will get pissed off and then England might get a chance to host the World Cup and there's a, a huge political thing about it. So last night it ended up that Liverpool had to play their kids. So there's like a bunch of kids that were like 20 playing against. It was like five now. Yeah, to, to Aston Villa. And yeah. like those kids, like obviously they're, they want they're to. They're academy players are coming yeah. through. Like that's like a, a hugely demoralising to play against a team like that and get your fucking get spanked like that. And I just think that was like really shitty. Like I'm not a Liverpool fan by any means, but. I just think that was it. I think Klopp too kind of he did it in a way that because he yeah. said about the two confidence. But, but he, didn't have a, he didn't have a choice. Like I mean, like if like it's way more prestigious to win the World Club Championship. Um, plus, also they would get like really FIFA would get pissed off if they went over with like an understrength uh, squad because it's their big club fucking yeah. thing. So it's there's no way that Liverpool were ever going to win that argument, and then you end up with like a bunch of kids getting. A hiding in Villa Park, and I I heard that afterwards the Villa manager and the assistant manager, who was John Terry, who we just talked about, who balled his eyes out, um, went into the dressing room afterwards and said, 
great job, all that kind of shit. But Phil in the English Championship, or are they in Premier League? They're in the Premier League. They're so so they went up. Yeah. They went up. They went up this season back into the. Yeah, Premier I know there's some because Wolves were going up as well, uh, and now they're they finished like the year before. Yeah, yeah. So they right? and so now they're they're in the Europe. Uh, they're they they had a lot of money behind them, and mm-hmm. like they're doing really really well. Like Tottenham beat them on the weekend in the last minute, but they should have won that game hands down. So. Sorry, I just got off track there. We're talking. Yeah, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. The football and and all that kind of stuff. uh, The shit never ends either. Like, you can talk about the shit all year round, right? Because they never never start running themselves. Yeah, because they got... July, July, August is kind of... They still travel the US, I guess. So, like, next year, like, obviously it's Euro... Fuck the well. Euro, so that's that's the summer. Sort of I literally opened this back up again. You yeah. were like closing it up, no, like no, no. The no. guy that knows nothing, let him open it back well, up again. But, but this is this before we move on to uh, like to, to Euro. Sport you watch, you watch, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but it's like like it, it's just talking with the fixtures, like like how bad it is. Like I mean, like you go like from they're gonna play until May, and then the Euros come in. So I mean, these like these guys, no wonder they all get burnt out and get horrible injuries is when they're playing so many games. Like it's. You know, obviously, I want to see as many games as possible, but I don't want to see like Harry Kane. Like Harry Kane, just looks tired all the time, and it's it's fucking horrible to see because you want to see him like kicking ass, right? So, no, sorry about that. I just have to get all that out of my system. Let's get back to the Raptors. I, I, I didn't really get to put too much. Oh, the Raptors! I mean, everything about the Raptors here was great. I mean, from Kawhi, we 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 did a podcast covering this, so I won't yeah. go too deep. Um, but. Just a review, right? Yeah. The highlights of the Raptors season are like the emergence of Pascal Siakam was huge. Uh, the bench emerging a little bit. Kyle Lowry finally getting his due. Uh, I think that was the thing about the whole thing, like saying Kyle Lowry, like, he deserved it. Yeah, like how happy he was, and yeah, like, look at all that. Like yeah, happy. Obviously, he wants to be happy. They won a championship, but like the redemption of Kyle Lowry, because like the playoffs started with like him being held scoreless in the first game whilst losing to Orlando. So like everyone's like, oh, here comes the same old Bernies again. And like Kyle was taking the beating for that for years, and some of it deserved, some of it not. But the run was so iconic. Like we obviously bulldoze Orlando after that game one slip up. All the Jurassic Parks too. The like Jurassic Parks. Oh, the that, that was the oh, No, but like every time it was like another one. There was a Brampton one. Yeah. There was a Then there was a Halifax one. There was nothing worse for me than watching a Halifax one because like. <laughs> but it was so good to see no, the country, no, it, it, right? It, it was. That, that is good. But I, yeah. I, as a like hard hardcore fan in April, people are like you watch. You're still talking about watching basketball. Like, what is fucking wrong with you? Like the NHL playoffs are on. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck. The ones the Leafs get eliminated, I give a fuck with. The NHL, the NHL could literally like get hit by a nuclear bomb, and I'd be like, Batman would probably crawl out of the hole like the cockroach that he is, and give a speech about like how they're gonna draft some scabs. It'd be all right. But I don't give a fuck about hockey once the Leafs are done. <laughs> fuck every team. Fuck the Has. Fuck the Bruins. Fuck the Islanders. Fuck the Blues, Blackhawks. You know, Red Wings. I'd fuck them all. The Leafs are nothing, and the Leafs suck. So um, the, my my energy went completely towards the Raptors, and like I went to game one of the Philly Toronto series as we discussed in the previous podcast. And that was a big moment. Kawhi dropped 49. We blew them out. That series went seven. Ended on that iconic Kawhi shot. We went down 2 nothing against Milwaukee where I despaired horribly, especially after game one when Lowry gave us 30 and we still lost. And I wanted to strangle Danny Green, but we won't get into that. And then, like, down 2 nothing, and game three goes, like, triple overtime, double or triple overtime. And, like, we were that we're, – we're teetering on the edge to come back and then win four straight. And there's the video of me on Instagram crying after we beat the Bucks. Because I can't believe the Raptors going to the NBA Finals. Like, forget winning the championship. I never believed it possible. You looked across the corner of the ring, and you saw, like, that Golden State Warrior team. You saw KD. You saw Steph. You saw Draymond. You saw Clay, You saw Iguodala. You saw Livingston. You saw all these guys that just – and Boogie Cousins. You saw this murderer's row. It was just a dream to make it there. It wasn't the dream to win. The, the Winning was completely unexpected. Just making the finals, like, watching the Raptors in June is, like, a top five moment in my life. But, like, them winning, it's why if you see the video of me reacting to them winning... I'm more gobsmacked. Like this is actually happening. Like, like first, like making the bucks. Like, look at the Raptors in June. But by the end of the finals, I remember I was at work. I was still working at uh, my old job at the time, and I remember talking to people who don't watch basketball and being saying, like, I just need this to be over. I need my life back. <laughs> From the like the, the, the third, second or third week of April, second week of April until like mid June, I believe they won. Like June twelfth, I think they won. They dominated every aspect of my life. I rearranged my travel schedule. I spent a ton of money. I mean, I bought the ring later on. Like you know, the Raptors were a big part of my life. So like by game six, when Kyle Lowry shot bricked off the back of the backboard in game five, I wasn't just depressed we lost. I was depressed because I had to stay up another night. The night they won, I was up to four or five o'clock in the morning. Went to work for ten o'clock in the morning the next day, and I just sat in a corner 
I guess I never taught that aspect though with it, like when they were playing. In, yeah, because when yeah. playing in Oakland, it's late, right? Yeah. So I sat in a corner and just rocked back and forth, like I just been through PTSD. <laughs> and I was doing similar to what I'm doing right now, drinking champagne, and like just like this is it. Like this is the highlight of my life. Like he's a Bruins fan, he's a Red Sox fan. He doesn't know real fucking pain. The Red Sox win a World Series every time real I take a bow wound. <laughs> real pain was the Red Sox not winning for like almost hundred. How old years. are you? I'm 28. Yeah. So the Red Sox they, were, they you were, were doing really well last 16 you years. You were 13 but. when the Red Sox won their first World Series. And I can still remember every night. I remember the year before. Yeah. Well, you were the year before. Yes. Went boom, hit it, and they lost. I'm 35 years old. I've had three teams win championships in my life. The Blue Jays last won in 19 motherfucking 93 when I was nine. The Colts won in 2006, so I had to wait his entire lifespan. Yeah, so, <laughs> and, the first one. and in 2019, the, the New England Patriots. Oh, you're a fucking Patriots fan too, and another Super Bowl. Is he from fucking Boston? And why are you wearing a fucking Red Sox hat? The one jewel. Maybe we should talk about the New England Patriots. So, so is that a highlight for you? Oh, 100%. Fuck the. Ah, oh, that was actually a good football game. It was. I'm, I'm a diehard Patriot hater. Uh, I'm a Colts fan. For obviously, yeah, yeah. Not, no, 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 that. I just like it's a rivalry. Manning Brady. I still have an autographed Manning helmet in my spare room. I have an what? autographed Manning jersey. Oh yeah, I got all, I got all kinds of Colts swag. It was such a close game too, and like, oh, you talking about the Super Bowl? Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. So like, my hatred of the Patriots runs deep, and I know more about the Patriots than most Patriots fans because I've lived through this fucking dynasty every step of the way. I started watching football in the early '90s, so I remember when it was Curtis Martin, Drew Bledsoe, and Ben Coates in New England, in New England, right? Most of today's Patriots fans are like who, who's Ben Coates, and that's okay. But you know, like most Patriots fans have become Patriots fans in the last like 10 to 12 years. Fuck the Patriots, but that was a good Super Bowl, and they, they earned that one because everyone wrote them off and thinking the Rams would just stomp them. And Julian Allen just came to play. The second best playoff wide receiver of all time. Yeah. It so was... so how many rings is that now? Like thirty six thousand and four. It's like Thanos are like cloned. It's re- they got like six, right? So like Michael yeah. Jordan. They have six six rings. Well, no, Brady and Belichick have yeah. six rings. The other fucking gobshites have three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like the, nobody else. Like, though, because no, the, it was it was a good Super Bowl. Thought, it was. Yeah. It was a very good defensive game. It, was, I enjoyed it. Was it expected for them to do it? No, I th- everyone thought the Rams were going to beat the dog shit out of them. The Rams had this high powered offense and a better defense. There was no reason. The mastery of the greatest coach of all time. It period. By the way. I hate the Patriots, but the greatest head coach of any sport ever is Bill fucking Belichick. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, yeah, it's true. Not true. Nobody fucking creates a dynasty the last yeah. 17 years with a 42-year-old quarterback and that many personnel Brandon, changes. And that's, Brandon Rodgers is. That's, Who? that same weekend was the Phoenix Open. Because so. there was some crazy bet that you could have bet on. Ricky Fowler. Julian Allen winning the Super Bowl. Because Ricky hell. Fowler on Friday was like nothing, and then he ended up just coming on like Sunday. Like, I, 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 that, I, that's part of like the sports thing that like back home that like I missed that you can just you can just go put the bet on. And, yeah, you can sit in the pub and then just say to yourself, "Fuck, fuck I'll just sit on your fucking futon and drink champagne." I'm already there. Uh, it's, it's, it's drink a Guinness, you bitch. Like, it's different. Like like so like going to a needs here is nothing like going to like William Hill and putting a bet on. Yeah, like, so, so I mean, like, like, like back at home, like you'd go for a few points, and then you'd like run in and out of bookies because there's a bookies right next to every pub, which is a terrible idea when you think about it. And then you just win and just put money on a horse, or you just put money on like, like first goal scorer or something like that. So it kind of gives you like an interest in the game. Whereas like here, like pro line isn't the same, or they don't. Yeah, the government's know. like they don't give the best odds either. Uh, like if, if you put too much, they cap here. Yeah, we, and you have to. It has to be a parlay too, because because they normally do like off track betting now or something like a casino or something. Like that. Yeah, you can like churro raceway, and you can do like the big tracks. The yeah. churro, like churro. but churro, they go for like a thousand bucks. Yeah, like I mean, like it's like so at home, every fucking pub has a betting shop right beside it. So it's like they go hand in hand. Like like back in the day, it probably still happens now that people would get paid on a Friday. And then, like, literally... Sunday, it's gone. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's either, they're either, like, fucking rich as fucking on, on, a, on a Monday or the poor as fucking balls and the kids are eating soup. So... But I think somebody say it was like, uh, you can eat your bet money, but don't bet your eating money. There you go. That's yeah. it. What are you... What? Rules to live by there, yeah. my friend. This is the Phoenix Open, the waste management Phoenix Open. I hate how corporate everything is this morning. No, no. It's every... That, that one? I was actually in Phoenix for it. We went Oof. on a bachelor party. That's why we, like... We went on a bachelor party in Phoenix? Yeah, but that waste... Ooh. Phoenix on a bachelor party. Hey, this is my buddy from back from the Waterford. He all right. We didn't get the lowlights. The ra- everything with the Raptors was the highlight. The lowlights now is the time for the lowlights. Well, he was like highlighting about the Patriots, yeah, was which I feel like is one of your lowlights. Then win the Super Bowl. Well, nah, nah. I mean, the Patriots winning is inevitable. It's like death and fucking taxes. 
I think the lowlights for the teams, like, it's the ones that, you know, should win that don't, right? Like Boston? Like the Celtics were a complete disaster. The Celtics were a fucking disaster. The Celtics were Kyrie Irving is aids to basketball teams. He's doing Brooklyn. He's not really playing right now. But at the beginning of the year, I said the Kyrie Irving. Yeah, he's hurt. Oh. I, I said at the beginning of the year they weren't going to win shit with him. You can't win with Kyrie Irving as your best player. You can win with Kyrie Irving as your second best player. So Brooklyn's probably going to win when KD gets back. But I, 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 I thought Boston was vastly overrated. I didn't think they would get fucking destroyed by Milwaukee like they did. Because no one really saw their They just didn't have the chemistry either. No, they all hated each other. You could tell. Well, they all hated Kyrie. And Kyrie was shooting 27 times a game. So I mean, so I like the Celtics, though. I, I, I hate every Boston sports team other than the Celtics. Now, they're in my division, and I'm a Raptor fan, but I love the nostalgia and the history of the Boston Celtics. So why, why, did, um, why did he leave Boston? Because he's a fucking gaping vagina of a human being. Sorry. I think a lot of it, too, is just like free agency. Players the kind pressure, of pick where they want to play. play. With yeah, you want to play with Durant. Yeah. So, like, the, the Nets just suddenly picked up all these. Like, did they, like, have... Well, they had to get rid of, like, D'Angelo Russell, too. That's now... Where's he at now? He's at Golden State. It's the same same type of thing, right? Okay. Yeah. So was that part of the Durant thing that you went It to? wasn't. Was Russell traded? No. They just both signed. Like, Wait. he signed Golden State. Was D'Angelo? D'Angelo Russell was traded as part of the KD deal. So, so uh, it was a trade. It was signed and traded? Yeah. Kevin yeah, okay. Durant literally insisted the the I believe that the Warriors paid more or the, the Nets paid more. I fucking hate Kevin Durant. Don't be starting on low lights. But um, you know, here's a highlight: Kevin Durant's ACL rolling up his leg. <laughs> oh, Jesus! I don't give a shit. I, I, I was hurt when Clay Thompson got hurt, though. I, I love Clay Thompson. I think the world of Clay Thompson, and that really sucked. Um, I mean, I was happy because I knew we were going to win once he got hurt. But I, I would never admit it that at the time. But now it's six months later. You know, the, 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 we're going into 2020. We got to like wash our sins away. <laughs> but watching Kevin Durant's Achilles roll up his leg, I stood up out of my chair in my house and screamed, "I fucking told you, you bitch!" I hate that guy. Um, but he's a great basketball player. One of the best basketball players I've ever seen. Low lights. Sorry, man. Low lights. Uh, low lights were Kawhi leaving. Uh, but you know what? I expected it. I remember I woke up Friday morning and everyone like... He, he left in the middle of the night. So I woke up to go to work. I believe I was working at the sneaker shop. And every, <laughs> I, I got like 73 text messages. And I'm like... And everyone's like, sorry, bro. Uh, hate to see it, bro. I feel like that's Fuck it. your life, bro. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. He left, didn't he? I didn't even... I'm like, I'm like which... LA? He went to the Lakers? Like, no, the Clippers. I'm like, he I, left us for the fucking Clippers? I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, how Sarah's going to leave me just in the middle of the... <laughs> like, well, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it'd be, it'd be like if she left you for that coffee table, leaving you for the fucking Clippers. <laughs> like... I, I I love Kawhi. I'll always have a bromance in my brain with Kawhi. Those big hands running down my spine. No, I'm kidding. But, um... <laughs> oh, my God. That's this is going to be so fun to edit. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's going to leave that in. Uh, but, yeah, that was rough. I mean, I, I was okay with it, though. I, I, I braced for it. Don't worry. I only bought, like, seven Kawhi jerseys for his and hers for me and my girlfriend because her last name's Leonard. So she's got... Oh, wow. The jersey's still good for her no matter what. But the, I feel like... The, the jersey's uh, toilet paper for me now, but, um... You'll wear it in 10 years' time. I still love him. I'll wear it yeah. anyway. I don't give a but fuck. I feel like, but I feel like that... Like, it was a bad luck charm during the playoffs. There, there, was that, there was that couple of... Um, like, that week or so that it was like, he's going to stay. And like, But I also felt like that. Like, or at the same time, too. People we, just weren't being realistic that, like, obviously he was going to go. So um, I keep bringing up a lot of golf things. I was thinking stuff to happen in the year. But Brooke Henderson, the Canadian, she's probably, like, now... There's not many Canadian golfers that win, but she won the CP Rail or whatever oh, championship. So that was like another highlight. Oh, that, nice. That was big. So I think, could be wrong, but she might be like one of the like the top Canadian golfers of all time just for like the wins of 2019. And she's young. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But so it's like the, uh, what was the, the tennis player's name again? The one that won the... Bianca Andrescu. Who was actually Romanian, right? She's not actually Canadian, right? Man, why you gotta shit on a good thing? She's Canadian to me. Her mom was the best. Like the Louis Vuitton millionaire sunglasses with the fucking Gucci vest. And the dog and the designer. I love that whole family. But but I feel like everybody was like so like waiting for Jeannie whatever fucking name with Boucher or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, she slipped and like in Arthur Ashe Stadium and in the locker room and got hurt and then sued the Arthur Ashe Stadium. And then just... She's got a case of the yips. I think it went up here mentally. She couldn't get the job done. She lost in a bunch of Grand Slam finals. Yeah, she was she was in the, like, Wimbledon, I think. Like, she went to Wimbledon and I think she went to the finals of the French or the Australian, too. She went to two or three Grand Slam finals a year and everyone's like, she's the next big thing and then she slipped at the US Open and hurt her hip or something. I think it was just a case of the yips. I think, like, it got to her and the pressure broke her. But, like, just to see it, can, I'm a huge tennis fan, so I actually love tennis. Like, you guys are talking about football and stuff. Like, I don't really know anything about European football, but, like, I'm a tennis guy. Like, a Pete, a Pete Sampras is my, one of my heroes. I, I would never 
I love you as a, as a tennis guy. Yeah, me either. I, I only watch Grand Slams like generally. I, I generally only watch Grand Although I did watch the Demoria Open because Bianca was going to play Venus. And then Venus oh. pulled out with the injury. I'm a huge Venus Williams fan too. And it hurt me to cheer against her because I always cheer for Venus. But, you know, like I'm not, I'm not much of a patriot, but Canada probably yeah. kicked in. This is a very surreal conversation. Did I like tennis? Yeah. Oh, I'm a fucking huge tennis fan. Well, um, it's been, and also the fact that you're talking about, like, you're a huge Venus Williams fan. Serena. Oh, I thought you said Venus. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Williams sisters in general. Yeah, like, um, but yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge Tiger Woods guy, huge Serena Williams guy. I grew up with Pete Sampras too. Pete oh. Sampras is my fuck serving volley all yeah, day, bitch. Like fucking under. I played tennis growing up. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, I was. I, was, uh, I mean, I wasn't good. I won't say I was good, but I was. <laughs> I was. He tried. And no, no, I, I, I won tournaments and like oh, finishing tournaments and stuff like provincial tournaments. But like, I wasn't like. Fucking Bianca and Drescu good. Yeah. With us being so close to England and stuff like that, and Irish people not being able to play tennis. Tim Henman, do you remember Tim? I remember Tim Henman, yeah. He went, could never get over the hump, Tim Henman. Yep. Uh, I cheered for him, but he, he, there was a he, lot of great tennis he, players. He was nice. like the genie Bouchard of... Uh, well, no, he was like Andy Murray before Andy Murray with a yeah, success. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And then Andy Murray came along and... Um, like, say, to be honest with you, that, that's... For me, that's... He, he won it, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I mean, well, yeah, Murray won Wimbledon, but he actually won the Olympics in London yeah. first. He won the gold medal at Wimbledon in the Olympics, and then he won Wimbledon, like, a year or two later. Like, but get, get, beating Federer back then at Wimbledon was like fucking trying to slap box with God, right? And, so, and I also feel like that like that's also a bit of a highlight that he was actually able to come back and... Play, like Andy? Play tennis again. Because, I mean, there was... What like, happened to Andy? Like, Andy Murray was, like, he was done. He was like, I can't play tennis again. Like, I'm, he was retiring and stuff like that. And then he had some... Surgery that he was actually able to come back and he's so like Tiger, yeah. So he's played a couple. He played a couple of tournaments, but he's been playing a lot of doubles with his. Uh, well, he, he's just playing for the love of the game now instead of like. Yeah. Well, but, but I also, like I love Andy Murray. I feel like he's not going to get back to where he was. No, he but, never um, is. He's he, he's actually like he's a very funny guy. Like I mean, like, yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he's, and he's no Novak Djokovic. Djokovic is hilarious. Yeah. I love that guy. But um, yeah, no, I I wish Andy Murray not but the best. I was really excited to see him a win the Olympic gold medal in. At Wimbledon, which was kind of like the equivalent of a Brit winning Wimbledon, but then he actually doubled down and fucking won Wimbledon, which was awesome. I I I, I won't say I cried because that would be a fucking bullface lie, but like a lump hit my throat seeing that. I, I've always wanted to see a, a Brit win Wimbledon, right? Like uh, yeah, I, I said to you like like I mean like back in the day there was like Tim Hemmen and Greg uh, Ruzetsky is that his name that he was a Canadian guy Ruzetsky, yeah who actually who who had like fucking a bomb of a serve I remember when he made the US Open 140 miles an hour yeah he made the US Open we're going back to the 90s by the way here yeah and he got um, he got oh, the US baby. Open and all that kind of stuff just a wee one over here yeah. in the 90s <laughs> yeah but like like that's like in, like England had uh, or the UK had no big players in tennis he was whatsoever. Like the first one to win. well I think Andy Murray's the best Brit tennis player ever isn't he well Fred Perry maybe <laughs> Fred Perry's so before my time that I can't even speak to it but well he's before both our times but yeah exactly so like great clothing range though Scottish football Celtic yes. triple triple yes uh, so the Scottish Cup huge huge thing for Scottish League yep what are you guys talking about Scots Scottish football uh, we're going back to football again. Is this a low light? It's a highlight. Highlight. Well, uh, I thought we switched to low lights. So we can't just get the No, we're talking about we that. Can do Let me just drink some champagne and you guys talk about your bullshit. Go ahead. We can always do whatever, we can do whatever the fuck we want. It's we like, haven't done whatever the fuck I wanted all this episode. Every time I talk about something, football comes back up again. Well, it's because <laughs> well, it's a football podcast, too. Yeah, That's true. It's yeah. true. I am the minority on this yeah. podcast. Continue. Go ahead. No, but, no, no you started off with, with tennis and then you kind of just... Well, you, you want to talk about the UK and tennis. No, well, I'm just trying to like... They, they've only been Andy Murray, my guy. There isn't a lot of great UK tennis players. And, and I said that... He's that, a good Scott. He is. He's, he's Scottish. And Andy Murray. Oh, whatever. The <laughs> queen owns all you bitches. <laughs> oh, okay. This is all me, son. Put the saddest podcast in the back. I mean, the whole no, no, fuck, fuck the oh queen and their diddling sons. Yeah. But like, still, oh in their inbred selves. That being said... We'll talk about Celtic to get in a few minutes because yeah. I can see Steve is getting upset. No, no, so, go uh, ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. We were talking about your low light, so come on. Oh, my low light? Uh, my low light was Kawhi leaving. My low light was everyone further re-solidifying that somehow Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning, even though numbers lie. Um, is that true? Yeah, he, Tom like, Brady's a goat. Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning are all like one, two, and three. Whether or not you want to choose, Patriots fans will fucking pop their cork to fucking Tom Brady. Championships. 
But to, yeah, 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 championships don't mean everything though. Because well, they mean a lot for Brady's case too. Yeah, yeah, but like Bill Belichick's the greatest coach of all time. But it's, it's you put the two in together. He's six yards, four to six yard passes over and over and over again to wide open running backs. Does not so got a score too. You know, condense all of your pages stuff and then just send it in a in a video or copy copy audio to Dave Smith. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I I very very. Do you watch American football? Let me say no, no, but no, I do. I, I watch very little of it. Okay, but in what I've been taught, I guess from seeing like the hype and all that kind of stuff, is that Tom Brady is like bombing passes. He does, he's not a bomber at all. He no. was with Randy Moss, but I could have been a bomber with Randy Moss. He can still chuck it though when he wants it. Yeah. He's but Tom Brady's but, Tom Brady. But he's, like you, but he's, you see, that, that's a Patriot fan response. Like, don't be wrong. So we're still talking low lights. So. Oh, low lights. Uh, the Patriots' <laughs> existence is a low light. No, yeah. um, <laughs> low lights for me. Um, the Jays sucking dick. Oh my god. The Bruins beating the Leafs in seven games again. Mike Babcock's entire existence. So going back to highlights, low lights. Let's talk about Celtic. So Celtic, obviously, treble, treble. When Neil Lennon came along, I didn't think it was going to be possible, like because mm-hmm. I was worried about such a transition away from Brendan. But they fucking did it, and there was like ten games left. I know it's right? fucking amazing. Just keep them like, focused on pace. Somebody, somebody posted a thing there today because uh, Celtic were playing Hearts tonight. They, um, they but the, the, I think it was like Neil Lennon's first game was against Hearts, and it was nil nil. Everybody's kind of, I I just remember seeing like on Twitter and stuff that people are just like, oh fuck, here we go again because Neil Lennon with yeah. the whole caretaker thing, yeah, back to. And then they, I think it was in Cham or somebody scored like in the last fucking last minute, and Neil, Neil Lennon was so fucking funny. Was about was about to run down the fucking sideline like the Jose Mourinho on these these slide, and then just went. I've ha- I've had trouble with hearts before. <laughs> So he's just like, fuck it, I'm not going to do it. So that was definitely a fucking highlight for me. Was Especially that, coming like, from Hibs and then playing Irons. Yeah, so, so, that, so that that game was a highlight, just watching. like Football is all about emotions. And I, I, like it's 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 so raw. And like you, just to see people, even though like they're multi-millionaires, yeah. still... Like Rod f- Stewart. Yeah. Even like, though like the whole political thing that's happening right now, about like what happened with the election. But like... There's guys like Rod Stewart that don't miss a game. Yeah. They're there, they're in the stand, like, they're playing. And, and that's it. It's, it's like it's... Like you can't... That's why we love sports, man. It's like it just... It doesn't matter if you're the poorest guy or the richest guy. It's like you still give a fuck about sports. Like on a Saturday morning, like everyone is just a release, right? From the whole week. Yeah, go, exactly. I, I, and I mean, like... Connect yeah. with your your buddies and, you know... And that's, that's why we do it. But like, like that was definitely like one of the highlights for me was him fulfilling what Brendan had started, like getting the travel, travel and just seeing how happy. Every time I see Scott Brown happy, I'm happy because that guy is like literally like oh, he's Celtic. Like he's going to be, he's, he's probably got like, I'd say probably like another year or two and it's, it's going to suck. Because he's like what, 33 now? Yeah, it's 33, 34. And it's going to suck when he's not there anymore because like there was like talk like, last season of him going to Australia to play like to, to run out his career but he showed again this year how instrumental he is for them like he's still playing 90 minutes still putting in the tackles he, uh, people he scored the weekend before yeah and people yeah. people underappreciate like how much of a good passer he is like if you watch back I was this, well Brendan Rodgers also said that he could play anywhere in England yeah, exactly if he wanted to like I, I watched because uh, I'm really lame I was watching uh, every Celtic goal against Rangers for like the last 10 years or something like that <laughs> but like no but like just because just I was bored this morning I was like fuck it that's someone doing any work so, how, many, how many of them were corners oh man very little to be yeah, very honest right? with you yeah. uh, but like like so many of them were created by Scott Brown just like getting a tackle simple pass you know and like I think he's like one of the most underappreciated footballers I think just you're right control the midfield too if he had gone to England he would have been like up there I, I think with Roy Keane or something like that so okay. very underappreciated so, so Steve is back Steve has <laughs> dried his vacay for a couple minutes yeah there. dried his tears um, <laughs> so let's switch back um, so you don't lose your shit and uh, talk about um, another one of your lowlights another one of my I, I feel, uh, to, just before you do that <laughs> I, I just feel that like there's so many lowlights we're very negative no, people man, we are, no, we're man. really negative people the Raptors won the championship there's no negatives uh, that said uh, um, Kawhi, I, the Kawhi Patriots. Even, nah, the Patriots aren't negative. It's inevitable, like death and taxes. Okay. 
You know, it's like it's, when the tax bill comes every year, you can't be like, oh, no, not again. Just like the Patriots. Although yeah. I look forward to Lamar Jackson squashing them in February. But anyway. Oh, it's going to be Patriots versus some you could NFC. Bear, if it, it, I will say this. Um, I'll say something positive this year. The emergence of St- even G- Stephen Gilmore and the Patriots secondary this year is phenomenal. Probably one of the best oh. corners I've ever seen. Their defense is going to get them there. Yeah. Like their offense. I disagree, but Stephen Gilmore is phenomenal, and I want to put that on record. I won't trash every Patriot. He's one of the top three corners I've ever seen. So do many Canadians get to play? In- yeah, there's a, there's a rule. Based around the CFL league, you have to have a certain amount of Canadian players on your team. So no, no, but I mean, no, like, in the NFL, do, do people get the Canadians get to play in the NFL? Yeah, there's like Wilson that was with there's Seattle. Like, there's been a couple like here and there, but there hasn't been an emerging Canadian. There might be twelve though. Yeah, but there's no stars. Like, okay, and I don't mean superstars. I mean like stars. Like, I don't think Canadians ever made the Pro Bowl, for example. And like Jameis Winston made the Pro Bowl, so the the, the quote was not that the status quo was not that high to make the Pro Bowl. Like don't be wrong, man. I, I, kudos to anybody that's made it, and it's a hell of an accomplishment to crack an NFL roster. But like we haven't had like a Steve Nash yet, or now with like, Jamal Murray and like these kids that are emerging in Canadian basketball. We haven't had that in the NFL yet. It'll come one day. I think from the grassroots too, like has a lot to do with it that. It's very limited for kids to get into the sport. Yeah. Uh, like, it isn't expensive just like hockey is, where soccer, but, but, but basketball. But I feel like, as we talked about before, is that, like, if if you're going to put the money, you're going to invest in the, the hockey thing rather than American football or, like, the kids, like, shorter seasons. Do the kids even, like, play American football here? Or do you just go up doing the CFL there's a good, There's a pretty good high school league here, and, like, a lot of the players that you do see graduate from, like, this Citadel from Culver High that do make St. Mary's or they go to Acadia, St. of X. But, but it's CFL though. Like the, the but CFL, rules, there's, like, there's not really too but, many players. But they don't play with the same, they play with the CFL rules like St. Mary's. Yeah, the three downs okay. and so, the bigger so end so that, that must be a bit of a, a hindrance then when you go, if you want to the... Bigger ball too in the Canadian Football League. It's a bigger ball? It's it's a little bit bigger. And I think the, oh, the CFL ball is like way bigger. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's a little bit, it's more like, it's I not like a rugby ball but it's like you can Google it. Like the CFL ball, like I I don't have big hands for my size, and like it like it's hard to grip a CFL football. Wow. Okay. So low lights again. Sorry. Oh, low lights. We'll get there. The CFL's existence. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think that's a big big thing with with the uh, the stadium with the Halifax. Like I, the I, I you've like, cut it numerous times. You'll probably cut it again. I'm at full support of the goddamn football I, stadium. I, I, you know what? I am too. I I am there like to have a team. So, but it's it's that um. When you turn on the TV in the morning, you do see the CFL highlights, but you're not really engaged. Oh fuck no! Right? Oh god! Like like for me, like I'll watch. I'd rather watch the morning just, bowel movement. Like, than I'll, watch yeah, the CFL like I'll watch. I'll watch the NFL highlights. Like I'll watch. Yeah. Like we're all being honest. Like that's just the way the yeah, league is. But, like, but, it's just, but, so, it, well, it's like it's goofy. It's just a goofy game. No, the field's like ten yards wider. The fucking goalposts no, in the middle of the end no zone. There's no razzmatazz in the eater. Like it's well, like no, they, it's just, they, they th- I mean, the NFL's kind of become more like the CFL, where they throw in every single fucking down because it's only three downs. So a running play is kind of a waste to play. In the and they get the the running start too. Yeah, the, the rover rule where they like, yeah, like the wide receiver. CFL's is kind of goofy, and it, that's why it has. If they just, like, but it's our game. And so the rule's been like that for a hundred years. Yeah, it's our game, so you can't change it. But like, it's. Do you watch the Great Cup at all? Or? I did. Didn't even know it was on until I like I think <laughs> I think it was it, they they broadcast a score on the radio I don't know uh, Hamilton no Winnipeg one <laughs> yeah I think they, yeah so oh, we, we're no. not, but I think it, it was it was, was, was well it came on the radio I think Winnipeg was up by like thirty or this, Winnipeg this, played Hamilton I know that and I think Winnipeg won I think but, it is too because there was something in the news that there was a guy that had been wearing shorts for maybe fifteen years and he was wearing the shorts until. Winnipeg won. Good for him. Yeah, I well, mean, out in Western Canada, the CFL is really popular. Oh, yeah, well, Saskatchewan's yeah, the yeah. biggest. Yeah, like, it, 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 it's it's big there. And look, don't be wrong. I'm I actually for, have a, I actually I'm have, bagging on the CFL left, right, and center right now. I actually now. have a Roof Riders T-shirt somehow. I think I bought it. Like just, you probably got drunk and thought it was a condom shirt. No, anyway. no I, was, I, I was just like, it's green. Awesome. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. yeah so, um, you know. Oh, because you're Irish. Amish fan. First time he got to wear sh- uh, pants in 18 years because oh. he made a bet. That he wouldn't, he'd wear that's, shorts until they won. And hell. Winnipeg's probably one of the coolest yeah, like places in Canada. Fucking forty every fucking day. Jesus Christ, that fucking sucks. Surprised he's not dead. Jesus Christ, long-suffering Winnipeg fan, ho- hoping to end this pledge ahead of the Grey Cup. I think, I think it was it like long-suffering CBC. Winnipeg fan, and that's just the story. It's yeah. like, it's like you, you like CFL, you're fucked. Another highlight for me would be the Wanderer season, although. It sucked and they came last. Just having that vibe around the city and having mm-hmm. a, a professional 
football team in the, in the city fucking amazing and all the pubs in the morning oh, they're all benefiting yeah, it's, too yeah, and I, I feel like it's it's grown the sport like people are like more interested in actually going and watch even like Premier League games because I mean if you go to Dirty Nellies now there's like they always have a game on yeah, and all that stuff so it's just and plus yeah even that but then there's like I mean like you go in there on a Saturday and there's games on and people are really starting to get into the sport here and, and it gets uh, people out early yeah so I mean that for me that's a highlight and also a lot like because the team kind of fucking sucked I feel like they've recruited an awful lot of players in the last couple of weeks and I think it's actually going to next season going to be a good yeah they just signed a guy from a child Italian player he played like yeah. over in Italy and all this he stuff. looked at me like I knew let's go through our football yeah. Yeah. as we go back no, to football one good, more time no it's just good it's good for the team to bring yeah. in these players it's, like, it's not like a football thing I, I feel like it's just like for the city itself for the stadium to work it's going to have to have a successful soccer team I think so Andrew Luck's retirement a low light and I don't hold anything you know what him. it really is I don't hold anything against him it's his body he, he has that right but that was a so how old is he? so he was he, pretty young he had he? Numerous, numerous injuries it was just the way he knew he was done and he went out and talked to Kobe Brissett during the preseason game like to him like me to you like I'm done and wow. then the media already like caught on that he was done before he could really say he was done. Correct wow. me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of the one on one. So like his um, luck. So so he the way like, he left, like he went up to Kobe Brissett in the preseason. Look, a- Andrew Luck left because the first few years Andrew Luck was an Indianapolis Colt. We did not invest in an offensive line. You don't know what you do. You know what that is? Um, so yeah, it's the guys that block, the, the fat yeah. dudes up yeah. front that block. We didn't invest very well in an offensive line. So he was getting slammed. Andrew Luck took a beating in his first year. Hey, and he used to be really smart quarterback. He used to be really funny about it, like good hit bro, and like he would tag guys. Meanwhile, his ribs were fucking somewhere up on his larynx. Uh, but yeah, he got his ass kicked and his body broke down. Like he's only what 30, 28, 29? However old RG three is, is however old Andrew Luck is. RG three still in the league, but he's been a backup for five years now. So Luck took a beating. He came back against all odds, played last year, got us to the playoffs again. Yeah, we lost in the playoffs. I think we won a playoff game even. I don't remember. Unless we're winning championships, I don't really care. But, like, him quitting, like, a week before the season started was was, was a tough pill to swallow. But I, I begrudge no man that wants to spend the rest of his so, life with so, his kids and be able to walk. So, so what, do you, what, what do you think, like, changes his mind that's caused the season? That... Can you imagine being hurt every year for seven years, like, and rehabbing injuries left, right, and center, and, like, you, you rehab your shoulder for two years, you rehab your knee, your back, your hips. You're constantly rehabbing, like, that will... What a brutal fucking sport. Yeah, like, like, football's tough, Like, r- r- rugby fans, like, take the piss out because of the pads and stuff like that, but does, yeah, like... And rugby players aren't running four 440s in full pads at 330 pounds, though. Like, it's... flat-footed, too. It, it's... Like, look, no disrespect to rugby players those guys are beasts and animals but they're not the athletes some of these defensive linemen and linebackers are that doesn't mean they're not athletes and not they're great athletes but, but they got like 60 more pounds but like if you look at like someone from back in my day I'm a Colts fan I'll use a reference like if you look at someone like Dwight Freeney who was like 280 pounds ran a 4-4-40 had a spin move from hell and would crumple quarterbacks like an accordion there's nobody like that in rugby 6'3", 270, that runs a 4440. You don't see that in rugby. That doesn't mean there isn't great athletes in rugby, but like there's a certain level of pedigree and athleticism. That's why NFL players are paid especially more but, than rugby players. But they also rugby players that came over uh, like rugby. Yeah, I'm not saying they're not big. Yeah. But I also feel though, like it's it's the way that people tackle as well, because it like although you've got the pads up here, there seems to be an awful lot of stuff that Andrew Luck was getting like Andrew Luck the head, like the, the lower the back, yeah, yeah, the knees. Like Andrew Luck, Andrew Luck was full within his right. I, I support NFL players no matter what they do. Like those guys get beat, like beat. You're a hero the next. You're cut one year and you're cut the next. Like it's 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 a rough game, and there there's no guaranteed contract. So when they cut you, you're cut, and that's it. Your career's over, unless someone else takes you on. But Andrew Luck retiring was a low light and a highlight because a I, I applaud him for like choosing to spend the rest of his life with his family, being able to walk and play with his kids. That's okay with me. It's fucking nuts, isn't it? When you think like those. But that's why he would do something like that. Wouldn't you? I, know, I mean, you I don't know. have kids, but like, I, I don't have kids either. But like, no, like, I, I just, I just mean like, 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 fair folks don't actually have the balls to do that. You know what I mean? Like to actually say, because I mean, there's huge pressure. Obviously, like he's a hero for a lot of people, and he's getting paid a lot of money. And I, I didn't. Gronkowski do the same thing, just like walked away into the yeah. Market. But Gronk was even more broken than Luck was. Kudos to Gronk. Like apparently, Gronk was like literally crying in pain the night before games last season. 
Yeah, and like Gronk's a bad motherfucker too. His knees were like swelling up. He his back is shot. Crazy. Like no, like I, I begrudge no football player for retiring early because of pain. NFL players being an NFL player is a very thankless job. Uh, unless you're like a Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees. Unless you're a quarterback. Most often not well, a lot of the other guys, offensive linemen are not thanked well enough. Like offensive linemen, like Do they not, get paid? Like a lot? No. The quarterbacks are the high but again, quarterback is the most position important position of football, I won't argue that. But um offensive linemen make one like the highest paid offensive linemen, Aaron Rodgers wouldn't even look at the contract. Jesus Christ. So am I wrong? Yeah, no, no, it's no, yeah, like it, it, it's the only like obviously the year's coming to an end. What what are you looking forward to most next year at Sporting Boys? What am I looking forward to? I'm looking forward to whenever Giannis Antetokounmpo signs with the Raptors because I think that's going to happen. Oh, that, that, that kind of makes my dick hard thinking about it. I'm uh, sorry to make that awkward, but I'm drunk. Further maturation of the Blue Jays, uh, young stars, the Bichette, the Guerrero, the uh, Biggio. The Leafs may be making the playoffs. Um, I, I I wanted to make it the second or third round, but now I'll just settle for making the playoffs after the disaster start of the year. Game seven coming. Hope, ho- ho- hopefully they beat the Bruins in the first round for the first time. Because <laughs> they'll probably end up playing each other again. <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to Zinano Chara's retirement someday. Uh, the end of the Patriots dynasty is probably coming sooner than later. Even Patriots fans know that now. Uh, hoping Bill Belichick gets fucking banned for life for this lady and cheating scandal. If he doesn't, at least just retires because he's old as fuck. <laughs> Um, I'm hoping in the Boston Red Sox die in a plane crash. Uh, <laughs> I hate Boston sports. Okay. Get that fucking hat off your head. <laughs> so, it's bad luck to look over that shit. I gotta look at you too. Like, fuck you. So, uh, for you, what, what's gonna be your. Okay, so let's kick it off with Spangler Cup, because the championship will be in the new year. Spangler Cup? Spangler Cup. You know, like, you're drinking in the morning and it's Is that a lowlight or a highlight? No, I'm just saying the, the look towards 2020. <laughs> okay, so, like, okay, Spangler Cup's going to start on Boxing Day. But it's just, like, the World Juniors. The World Juniors. That's yeah. not you'd be more for the World Juniors. No, I'm just, like, kind of just making, like, a light joke. Oh, like, okay. okay the yeah. Spangler Cup goes on every year in Switzerland, and it's, like, four four teams. Like, usually, like, you know, a couple from Switzerland and, like, other European teams. And then there'd be a Team Canada of players that are playing in Europe. And it's just, like... The games come on at 10 in the morning. You can just have a beer, have some Baileys, and watch that. And so, then it brings you into the World Juniors. So they excuse out a beer in the morning. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, so usually one of my uncles, like, pretty well, like, every Christmas time, he always gets the Baileys out in the morning, the coffee, and we'll just watch, like, a team from the Czech Republic t- play a team from Switzerland, you know, chill and have a good time. Nice. Uh, the Olympics, Olympic year. So that's always, oh, like, something to look at. Jeez, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Is it in China this year? Where's the, where's the Olympics next year? They're in China, aren't they? I think it is in China. We, we, we always bow to our Chinese corporate overlords, so I think it's in China this year. No, they have, they only have Beijing there. I Beijing was 2008. I, I think they have it. Isn't it? No, it's not, it was in Russia in 2000. No, the World Cup was in Russia, and they fixed that game against Spain. Um, yeah, that, uh, that's right. It is I talk about football. You know that? Oh, I like that. They definitely fixed that fucking game. You can all suck my dick from the back if you think otherwise. It is an Olympic year, though. I'm... It's definitely the Olympics, because we're talking about Canada possibly meddling. Tokyo. Games. Tokyo. It's in Japan. Yeah. Ah, uh, Kanichiwa, bitches. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Another Super Bowl for Tom Brady. Shut the fuck coming, up forever. Coming for seven. No, 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 and no. Lamar Jackson for life or Drew Brees gets a second one. Man, they need to give Drew Brees an MVP. Drew Brees is fucking desperately... Yeah. I fucking hate the Saints. They beat the Colts in the Super Bowl a few years ago before your time. Yeah. Uh, but I, they got robbed last year. Holy shit, did they get robbed last year going to the Super Bowl. So I'm hoping I'm hoping the Saints win the Super Bowl because uh, I know the Colts definitely aren't. So Colts, I mean uh, Saints or Ravens, I would also be very happy if Jimmy G won a Super Bowl in San Francisco, but I don't think they're good enough. If the Patriots are going to win again, can someone just put a bullet in my head? Does anyone want a gun to put a bullet in my I'll head? I'll find one for you. He'll find one for me. He's that confident they're going to win a fucking Super Bowl. He'll find me a fucking so, gun. So, ah! so next year I'm looking forward to... Um, Some football shit? Yeah, Jose Mourinho... Who the fuck is Jose Mourinho? He's Tottenham's manager. He's Man- managed every team in England now. Yeah, well. well, like pretty much like why would why would is there an Irish, Irish big club? Uh, uh, nah, not really. So, so, so the York over there, I guess. The, the Irish league is uh, it's kind of like a part timey thing. Okay, uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to Jose doing something with Tottenham Euros. I'm looking forward to. Um, do you know what? As much as I hate England and I bash them an awful lot, I actually want hope that they win the Euro. Like I mean, they've got such a great. 
It do have a good squad. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Motherfucker! <laughs> just, just so I can, just so I can just rub it your fucking nose in it, man. Here. Great national. Yeah. Oh, we're not doing an episode next week. I mean, I, I don't have to get drunk next Wednesday. Next week no. is Christmas Day, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, well, we're doing an episode next Wednesday, yeah. bitch. <laughs> Steve's drunk at Christmas Rance 2019. So, uh, yeah. I just want to say thanks, guys, for coming over. Thanks for having uh, me. Uh, welcome again to Studio One here. Uh, studio uh, One. At the Down the Pool Podcast. As opposed to Studio Two. Always <laughs> well, well, I moved the couch over, so it's actually Studio Studio One. Um, um, happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. Merry motherfucking Christmas, bitch. Sorry. Happy Christmas, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening, and see you soon. Hanky's a Christmas poo, small and brown, he comes from you. Sit on the toilet, here he comes, squeezing tween your festive buns. A present from down below, spreading joy with a howdy He's seen the love inside of you, cause he's a piece of poo. Sometimes he's nutty, sometimes he's corny, he can be brown or greenish brown. But if you eat fiber on Christmas Eve, he might come to your town. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo. He loves me, I love you, therefore vicariously he loves you. You've been listening to the Down the Pub podcast. I want to thank my guests this week, Alan and Steve, for helping out. Really do appreciate it. One of the highlights of my year has been this podcast itself. It has been a blast and I've met some great people along the way. It really does amaze me that people will take time away from their lives to talk sports with me. So thank you to all the guests. Thanks again to everyone who listens. I really, really do appreciate the support. It really does mean a lot. On another note, my wife Sarah and I will be at Halifax Shopping Centre helping out the SPCA this Sunday to get some donations. We'll be there between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. If you're in the area, drop by as it's a great cause that's close to our hearts and every little bit of money helps. Until next week, Merry Christmas, everyone. Thanks for listening. Cheers.